0: Shut your ass up, B. It's the B.T.S.E. 365 Podcast. You rockin' with your boy B. Hey, you know what it is. You rockin' with your boy B. And it's the B.T.S.E. 365 Podcast. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? The B.T.S.E. 365 Podcast. It's your boy Big. What's happening, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, good people? Hey, you heard the intro. It's the BTSE 365 podcast. You're rocking with your boy Big. Appreciate y'all tuning in whenever you tuning in, however you tuning in. And today's a special day. Do you know what today is? Is my anniversary. The we're gonna call it the big anniversary, <laughs> The big anniversary. And I was just playing. Hey. But for two years now, the BTAC 365 podcast been rocking with y'all. And we've been doing it for what? I think this episode 162. 162. Episode 162. So shout out. Shout out, shout out. But what I wanted to leave the show off with today was we had a special guest come back on the show for us for for our two-year anniversary, Uh, Coach Penny Collins, TSU's new head coach. He came back on for the second time. You know, he came on earlier in the summer after he got the job at TSU. So he came back on last week. We chopped it up a little bit right before Big Blue Madness, which was a success, by the way. So I want y'all to sit back for a minute. Let me grab your attention for a little second with Coach Penny Collins.
1: Oh, yeah. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, good people? It's the BTSC 365 podcast, and we are doing something different. It's the two-year anniversary show, so I got a few different people that I wanted to bring back and and catch up with, seeing as how the fans liked it. We enjoyed it. Um, and we wanted to get some, some familiar faces, some familiar names back on the show, just catch up with them, see how life's been going, see what's going on on the end of the world. And today I got none other than the Tennessee State men's basketball head coach, first year head coach for Tennessee State, Mr. Brian Collins. We appreciate you. Welcome back to the b t s 365 podcast. Yes, sir. I'm glad to be back, man. I appreciate you having me on. Yes sir, no doubt, no doubt. Like I said at the start, man, like a lot of people liked it. A lot of people were like, hey man, you, you hey, coach, coach move. Like some people who have heard you speak before or knew you or didn't know you and were like, how did, how did that happen? So I'm just glad you were able to, to, to join the show and introduce yourself to some of my people and reintroduce yourself to some of your people. So, yes, sir. Anytime I anytime I got a chance to be on
2: a show like yours, like, you know you know I'm gonna do it. You know, I love it.
1: Man, it's it's definitely appreciated, man. It's definitely appreciated. So the last time yeah. I had you on, you were fresh into the new position. Um, it was not your first head coaching position, but it's your first D one position. And you maneuver like a vet, in my opinion. Like you maneuver like a vet. And so I'm I'm sure there were some butterflies initially after Taking the role, but now that you've had it for a few months you hadn't coached your first game for TSU yet, how does it feel now?
2: Uh, it still
1: feels the same. You know, I I'm
2: not gonna lie to you, you know, some people try to see this political answer. I'm nervous every day. Every day yeah. we got players, I'm nervous. I gotta butterfly in my stomach every day. But just because I have such high expectations for our guys and you know, I'm coming here to do not to just do one thing, we you know we want to graduate our guys, but the main thing is we wanna we wanna win a championship here at Tennessee State. So every day, every day the preparation is key, and, I, and I'm going into every day like it's a game, and I want our guys to have that same mentality, uh, so that we can c- continue to create that winning culture.
1: Okay, I can I can definitely do that. Now, see you 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 keep throwing these lies. I said that in my first interview, you all you that's your that's your mo. You you the sis guy clearly. Yeah,
2: well, like well, I, you, well you know, I play my... I play point, and one of my favorite players is Rondo, so you know I'm gonna do that. I
1: see. I see. You, you, you really are a natural PG. Like, what what the yeah. boy say, a, uh, A.G., uh, PG mentality? You really you yeah. really get it. Like, you really get it. Because I'm looking at my notes, and I'm like, dang, he slipped and answered one of the questions already. Like, yeah. I'm looking right at we ain't in the same room, people. We we, we, we recorded. <laughs> he can't see my notes. I feel like he got the answer to the test. But you you kind of mentioned it. So what I wanted to ask was, after having your summer with them, with the guys, part of the summer with the guys, um, and getting your coaching staff rounded and you know training staff, all of that stuff, you know, getting settled in. What have you got? What have you been trying to pound in the in the, in the players' minds as far as preparation? Like, what do you what did you see needed to be worked on the most, and what have you seen the improvement in? I know it's early, but you know, yeah. like you say, each day preparation, so getting better. Right. But the main thing is just that winning mentality, winning attitude in everything we do. You
2: know, we want to, mm. our team, our team is deserve to win. So that means every, everything, aspect of our lives, we got to deserve to win. That means if I'm coming out of the locker room and I see trash on the ground, I need to pick it up. If I'm on campus and I see trash on campus, or I'm, if I see somebody I don't know, I need to say hello. I need to look people in the eye and shake their hand. I need to walk with confidence. And then when I get up to the practice court, I need to go hard and do every drill like it's my last. I need to treat every day like it's the, the last day. And if we can work like that every day and, and, and add those days up, we turn those into a bunch of good days. And next thing you know, we're we'll putting those into wins.
1: Ooh, boy, boy I'm going to go back to the gym. You got me. I'm, I'm, I need to be winning right now. I, I feel like, you know what? I saw some trash on my way to my apartment. I didn't pick it up. Yeah. I feel yeah. I, I some type of way. Now I know mm-hmm. when I go back outside, I'm going I'm, if it's out there, yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm grab it because that, that's real right there. Like when you say that, it just makes me look at life a lot different. Cause yeah. this ain't no coach talk, this is life talk. You know, that's that's a different thing. You not you, and I remember you saying, you know, you're not just wanting to win games, and, and which which at the end of the day, of course, the championship is the the main goal, but you want to graduate these guys want to make them better men, better citizens. So I I commend you for that. That's, that's, what yeah. books you been reading? That's a, that's a side note. What books you been reading?
2: Oh, uh, man. It, lately, I uh, actually just ran – the last book I just read was uh, by Sean Gotti, 10 Steps to Success, something like Me that. Me, too. Me, too. I, think, Me yeah, too. I, just, I, I bought Sean Godi. last week. Yeah, I bought Sean Gotti's book probably about a week or two ago. I'm actually going to bring Sean to come meet with our team, but – I'm a big time uh, reader. I read it all the time. I like to read coaches books and autobiographies. And I read Relentless by Tim Grover, which is one of my favorite books. I just, I read that probably about, probably about three or four months ago.
1: And I sure. gave
2: that book to one of my players to, to, to let him read it so that he can start having a relentless mindset. But I, I tell you this, man, when I don't read for a long time, I, I feel like I start getting dumb. So I try mm. to make sure, I try to make sure that I'm continuing to read because I always want to feel like I'm learning. It just makes me on uh, feels like it makes me more of a sharper person when I'm reading.
1: Oh, you you feel that way because it's true. My mother told me, God rest her soul, she was in the hospital, and she said uh, she had a couple of strokes, and she was writing little stuff and scribbles, but I could kind of make it out. And she was Mm -hmm. talking to me, and she said, my mind's strong because I read a lot. I I read a lot, and she read a whole lot of books, whole lot of books. So ever since then, I said, you know what? I might not be able to read as many books as she did, but I'm going to make sure I read some books just to keep my mind sharp because, like you say, it, it, it makes you feel like, yeah, I, I think I'm slowing down because I ain't reading no books. So that's, that's real. That's, that's just yeah, a little man. side note. I, I, when I heard you speaking, I said, this, he did been read. Yeah, reading. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, your now, mom was always right, that's for sure. You, you sure know what to say. She sure put me on a lot of games. Mm-hmm. on a lot of games. Now, you speaking of games, y'all haven't had any games yet. Now, yeah. I know the guys are tired of playing scrimmages and they itching to get out get out there and play their first game. When is the first preseason game? Like the first exhibition?
2: Uh, my first exhibition game, Halloween night against Tennessee Wesley.
1: Okay, Halloween night. Halloween night. It up here in Nashville. Yep, here in Nashville, right here in Tennessee, October thirty first. October thirty first. That's what's up. That's what's up. I, I'm definitely gonna be there for that one, yeah. So Halloween night, Tennessee Wesleyan, come out Gentry Auditorium. It's gonna be it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice. A little warm up for you. Now, <laughs> yeah. Now I follow the team on Twitter and Instagram, as you probably know. I've noticed that you've been wearing a couple of jerseys in practice, man. I know what they are, but just tell the people, you know, where, where, where did they come from? What did that idea spark? Well, really,
2: you know, I've been having those jerseys since the summer. I, I bought, As soon as I got the job in March and started, you know, kind of learning the landscape of T-Issues and the people that I've always admired, like Robert Covington, Anthony Mason, Carlos Rogers. When I thought their jerseys were available to follow the Internet, I said, I got to get this.
1: Yeah, and really,
2: I'm not gonna lie. I took that idea from Harbaugh, who the head coach at the uh, University of Michigan football. He had wore like the Allen Iverson jersey to training camp and some other NBA players stuff like that. Now, oh. it'd be pretty dope if I wore a Robert Covington to our to a practice. And my my plan wasn't to wear it initially to wear it to our first practice, but once the first practice rolled around, I, I felt like it wasn't no better time than to wear it. And uh, really what it boils down to is we just want to inspire our guys, man. We want our guys to realize, like, hey, there's people that came right from this university that have went to the NBA, like Robert Covington. Here's a walking example right here. I just made first team on the NBA. You got Andrew yes, You got Carlos Rogers, You got Dick Score Barnett. Ted Ham McLean. Chuck Robinson. And the list goes on and on. We got plenty of guys that are playing overseas. So, you know, that's yeah, really what it's about at the end of the day is motivating my guys and inspiring the youth. Uh, and recruits that, hey, every school that you go to, uh, you can make your dreams come true. And those same dreams that you want to come true can happen right here at Tennessee State. And when any, anybody clicks on that picture and sees it, they see that we got a guy in the NBA that's really putting on for our university and our city as well.
1: 1,000, 1,000. I can dig that. I saw him. I said, hey, that, I know this motivation right here. I I, yep. I I saw it. I said, oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely motivation. Shout out to do. Anderson an Mason, R.I.P. Big Maze. yeah, yep. Big Maze. Now, Big Blue Rising is upon us. Big Blue Madness is upon us on mm-hmm. Wednesday night. I know by the time the show is aired, it, it will be done. Happened already. But <laughs> are there any? Is, is there anything that maybe you could speak on from Big Blue Madness coming up that's been confirmed, or are you just gonna leave it all as a surprise for the spectators?
2: Well, um, the people Madness is something for the fans and students. This, this is 100% we're trying to put a show on. So if you want to see a straight-up show, then this is definitely the place that they want to be. And obviously, it's coming out afterwards, people are going to know after they leave that Madness is going to be a show. we got some special guests coming. One of my great friends growing up together is Farlito, the rapper. He's going, okay. to, he's going to be in the building as a guest, judge, special guest. And uh, he's going to bring his new artist, Chopper Dale. We're oh
1: about
2: yeah, the Chapstar went hard too. The trap style went <laughs> hard. Yeah, those guys are extremely talented. Sawlido was one of the best rappers to ever come out of Nashville. And then oh, yeah. we have uh, Waffle House Hero James Shaw, who you know, who attended Tennessee State. Who we're very excited about him coming. And then there's going to be a lot of other special guests that pop up. So I'm excited about it, and our guys are going to have fun, and we team is going to you know do their thing as well. And we're just excited to uh, to let the fans get their first opportunity to see us in public out doing something with the basketball before we play on Halloween night.
1: Big big. Now look as a uh I'm just gonna shoot my shot. Can your boy get a media pass or something? Like like can somebody <laughs> hook me up, uh can I know you know the people. You know the person. Tell tell somebody man, let my boy Big Give my boy Big a media pass to the big blue madness man. Regardless you, gotta, you know you know you gotta hit up. Like yes Gavin, I do. Gavin, Gavin. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm going to holler at my man G. I'm going to holler at my man G. And look, lastly, man, I'm going to let you go. I know you just got out of practice. Um, <laughs> funny, but I, I got another request. <laughs> I got a lot of requests today. A whole lot of requests today. Nah, but my homegirl, Lou Dot Grimes, that's her IG. She is looking for an internship and she said, Ask Coach Collins, do he need an assistant? So, this, this is me shooting okay. her shot for her. She said, we need an assistant. I said, I'm going to ask them. I'm just going
2: to ask them. Well, you know what? I'm not big time enough yet to have no assistant. But you know, we need <laughs> <a whole gang. laughs> if we it miss might, games, it might come a time where, you know, people, people people go on my phone left and right to get interviewed,
1: and I need somebody to help me schedule that thing,
2: you're going to be on yeah. the first phone call on me.
1: Say no more. Say no more. So, Lou, <laughs> if you're listening, you're supposed to be listening. If you're listening. Wait till wait till after they win the OVC and a couple, you know, make it to the <laughs> NCAA tournament a few times, then you know, then y'all gonna probably work something out.
2: But look, yeah, coach, there okay. you yeah, go,
1: man. man. I appreciate you once again. I really, really do appreciate you, man. Thank you for taking time out to schedule to come through, holler at me uh, again. Like I always say, this is an open platform for you, your, any of your players. I know sometimes you know you might not want your players talking too much, so anytime you. Want to talk? You got you, your coaches, anybody? Got anything you want to say? And get out there, outside of the mainstream media. I'm always available, man. Um, always, you can always give me a call. I'm all. I got. You got access to me. It's all love, man. I appreciate you stopping through again, man.
2: Man, I pre- I just appreciate you having me on. Keep doing your thing, boss.
1: Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Now, like, hey, I'm. I'm. Finna, I got to holler at G when we get done with this, man. It's the VTS B2AC- <laughs> Three Sixty Five podcast. Get
0: them right. So I hope y'all like that. I hope y'all like that. I hope y'all liked that. I hope, y'all liked that. I hope you enjoyed that. Shout out to Coach Collins again. And my guy G over there on the staff for Coach Collins. He he always got a spot on this show. You Hear me. Always got a spot on this show. But it's two years, man. I'm celebrating. Hey, if you're listening to me now, thank you for listening. Uh we got iTunes podcast app, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, Blurberry, and wherever else podcasts are. Now, we're not in title yet, but we working on that. We 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 gonna work on that. If title, quit BS. No, now I'm just playing. I was just playing. I was just playing. What we got though? What we got? What we got? Now see, I said it's two years, but in real life though, I did my first podcast five years ago like March 2013, so over five years ago. I remember where I was at, when I did it, cause I, and I remember what part of the, like, let's put it like this. That joke was the boo-boo. Oh, God. I'm going to I'm gonna have to get a clip so y'all can hear what it was five years ago. I thought I was Stuart Scott or... Somebody on TV. That's who I was trying to be. That that did not sound right. It just didn't sound right. So, thank God for growth. Let's let's just say that. Thank God for growth. Oh, and today, if you're watching me on YouTube, got the pink and white hoodie on. Shout out to Mama Julia. We just laid Mama Julia to rest over the weekend. Very beautiful, beautiful soul. Cancer sucks. Breast cancer sucks. But you know. That's she was the inspiration behind the pink and white hoodie. A lot of people may not know that, may not ever really shared that to to a lot of people. But might have shared it on the show last week. But yeah, that's that's the reason for the pink and white hoodie. But uh, man, let's get into it. Week six of the NFL has wrapped up, and I for one, I I'm confused. I'm confused. You, It's a lot of Helter Skelter, uh, not Helter Skelter. I think I'm looking. I said Helter Skelter. Scratch that, okay? That was a dumb moment. It's a lot of Dr. Jekyll and Ms. Hyde out here. I don't know where I got Helter Skelter from. I don't even know what that is. I just heard it before. I think it's a, a movie or a band. Or something. I, I don't know. I digress. I digress. But I thought the Bears were supposed to have a really good defense. They went to Miami. And they got beat by Brock Osweiler. Damn it, man. Then you, you know, Kenyon Drake. Now, the boy almost cost him the game. Dropped the ball on the one-yard line. Like, he was crying. But they won. Hey, Brock Osweiler got three touchdown passes on the Bears defense. I know it was hot, but damn. 31 points. Let me down. I'm mainly upset cuz of my fantasy team. I started them today. I'm like, oh, they going against Brock Osweiler. There's two interceptions, couple of sack fumbles probably. Uh-uh. <laughs> then then the Ravens came to Tennessee and just 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 god. Are y'all okay? Titans fans, are y'all okay out there? Talk to me now. Talk to me. I I, I I'm gonna make sure y'all y'all Listen to this. I, I hope you good over there. I know we in the the the, the music city, but y'all y'all know how to play a little football, don't you? Mariota, ten completions. Now I ain't you know what I'm saying. I ain't no athlete or nothing, but whew, I know I probably could have got at least four. Me. Today, right now. No, no lie. Y'all saw the video I put on IG, man. Well, I was a receiver then, but still. the hell is wrong with Mariota, man? What's up with this offense? Can the boy not throw the ball? Is he still hurt? Like, WTF? See, I'm on W-I-N radio now. I can't say what I want to say like that, but you know what I mean. Goodness. I'm not even a Titans fan, but. Whew, that was tough. That was just a good old ass whooping. Just just beat you up. Just boom, knock you around. 11 sacks. 11 sacks. Whew. Boy, right. the Steelers showed up. They beat the Bengals in Cincinnati. Cincinnati hadn't beaten the Pittsburgh Steelers at home since 2013. Like 2013, I got business calling me right now. I can't even answer the phone, cause I'm 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 doing work right now, and I'm unprofessional and left my ring on. So the Steelers handle the Bengals again. They handle them again. Antonio Brown got hit in the head by Vontaze Burfict again. No flag was thrown on this one, though. I'm like, Cincinnati, y'all, y'all like a. I don't even know what to describe y'all as. You so good at being mediocre. Like the Bengals are great. Like, they like the Dallas Cowboys of the AFC without the championship history. That's the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, that's the only way I can describe them think of the Dallas Cowboys without rings like just look at them from the last 20 years that's it that's it no no disrespect because hey the Cowboys actually whooped the Jacksonville Jaguars ass on Sunday like I said Tennessee got knocked around and beat up but the Cowboys damn they made the Jaguars look like, you know, they still had David Garrard playing quarterback, and he was even better than Blake Borders to me. If he wouldn't have got hurt, I think they would have been an IA team. But, you know, even with uh, my boy Byron Leftwich, they were better than this, in my opinion. Especially offensively, like Blake Bortles is, pooh Now, that's an up-and-down, mainly down player. So what do you do in Jacksonville when your defense looks like a shell of itself? I mean, you know, I'm an equal, uh, equal, how do I put it? I I, I put it out there like this. I don't discriminate against getting at nobody. So, you know, Jalen Ramsey did a lot of talking. He do a lot of talking, man. And, and, and. It's starting to, you know, backfire a little bit. It's early in the season, though. It's early in the season still. Now, we're close to the midway point, but it ain't like it's over. They are in the AFC South. They are in the AFC South. So, I'm not going to just say, you know, anything about it because I just talked about the Titans getting stomped and then the Jaguars getting stomped and – no, Houston won. They beat Buffalo. It was ugly, but they beat Buffalo. And the Colts, well, we all know, they're the Colts. No run game. No, even T.Y. Hilton, when healthy, isn't a somebody you would consider a number one. He's not a real number one receiver in my eyes. Like he, he's a strong B, a strong B, but. Just saying. The defense isn't all that good. They got a lot of issues in Indy. So, quarterbacks kind of shaky still. So, is anybody's division to win is what I'm trying to say. Hell, the Colts could win 7 and – go 7 and 9, you know, and go 8 and 8 probably and win this division. That's what it's going to be this year. Uh, 8 and 8 AFC South. A, a win in in week seventeen, you know, whoever playing, like if the 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 Jags playing the Titans or the Titans playing the Texans or something like that, you know. I still think the Titans can win this division, at, but at eight and eight, just throw that out there. At eight and eight, it's ugly, ugly. Forty to seven Jaguars, forty to seven to 7 That's That's just sad And the Dallas Cowboy defense Which is something I hadn't heard Mentioned in a while They got a really good defense Really good At least they're playing good Let's just say that I don't wanna As the late Denny Green would say I don't wanna crown them I ain't going to crown them just yet. But they did make an already average Blake Bortles look below average on Sunday. I will say that. Now the Raiders, they went over to England and they took another L over there into the Seahawks, got blown out. Amari Cooper got knocked out the game with a concussion. They're looking to trade Amari Cooper, but they want a first-round pick. He might be first round pick talent. At one point. But the numbers don't show first round pick trade value. 3rd or 4th maybe. I give him I give him a 4th round pick for him. But come on, bro. If you value him that high, that must mean you really don't value your quarterback. Maybe it's the quarterback's fault. You guys are not doing that well offensively, and the play caller, whoever's calling the offensive plays, whoever that might be, whoever decided not to run Marshawn Lynch with one yard to go again—that's again, like talk about underappreciated, undervalued. That's an undervalued player. Marshawn Lynch, in my eyes, might be at the twilight of his career. He might This might be his last season. Who knows? I'm sure he's thought about, like, man, you know, I'm not going to keep doing this. And the only reason he's there is because they're in Oakland. When they move to Vegas, it's over with for him. And I'm, I'm confused as to how you take the Raiders and move them to Vegas. And they suck. But it's going to make a lot of money. Allegedly, supposedly, <laughs> because the NFL have a franchise in Las Vegas, entertainment capital of the world. But how many people there are really going to want to go to a football game on Sunday? Tickets probably be overpriced. Eh, you know, at least you know it won't rain on you in Vegas. I can see the Super Bowl going to Vegas now. That would have been dope. But is that why you put? Is that the only reason you put an NFL franchise in Vegas? Is to have a Super Bowl there? I guess so. You move a, a historic franchise out of a traditionally rich area with the fans that love it, pay pay for the tickets or whatever, and you move them to Las Vegas just so you can. Have, I don't. This just came to me. I really think that's what they're doing. That's the reason why they got them in Vegas or want them in Vegas anyway, to put a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. That That's why. Because, I mean, unless they never thought about entertaining the idea of just having a Super Bowl in Las Vegas, I mean, they, I'm sure it's been thought of, but maybe they can't do it because it doesn't have an NFL franchise there. I don't know. I'm just, hey, I'm just the guy asking a question. Or making a claim. I'm not really asking. I'm just making a claim. A revelation. It just came to me. Be extra dumbest. <laughs> Anyway, 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 anyway. Now, what I did like seeing Sunday was that Sunday night football game. Man, that Sunday night football game, I got to applaud them. That was I'm really only applauding uh, Patrick Mahomes and the offense of the New England Patriots, Well, the offense of the Patriots and the offense of the Chiefs, because that was that was genius. Like that was that was great. Mahomes threw two uh, what two interceptions in the first half, three touchdowns in the game. He got hot in the second half. The first half he was a little, it was a little different for him out there. He didn't know what to do. They was bottling up Kelsey. But he never stopped coming at him. Like he ain't he ain't never stopped coming at Bill, man. He ain't never stopped. He never stopped. So for that, I'm like, yeah, that's that dude right there. He got next. <laughs> like, like if it's basketball, he got next. He got next, G. For real. No boy. Patrick Mahomes got weapons around him, and Andy Reid, in real life, offensively, has never had weapons all across the board like he does now. Like, like he had Brian Westbrook, T.O. and Donovan McNabb, which they got him all the way to a Super Bowl. Now he had a good defense in Philly too, though. Real good defense. Brian Dawkins, Hall of Famer on one side of that, so let's not get it twisted. His defense, and that's what he don't have in in Kansas City, with Eric Berry still on the sideline. Justin Houston hurt, which I think he'll be back in a couple of weeks. You know, they long in the tooth. I think, uh, is Derek Johnson still playing for the Chiefs? I don't know. Google that for me, brother, if you don't mind. Google that for me real quick. Please. I, I just got to know. I I just got to know. Derrick Johnson, the linebacker, went to Texas. I just I just got to know. If he is, then damn. Like, I don't think I heard his name out there last, last night. I don't think I heard that. I think he retired after last year. Because he was playing there last year. I don't think he playing there this year. We're going to find out in a second, though, y'all. And, uh, but... He plays for – but he's still in the league, though. That's why Oakland getting smacked. Dang, how, how long he been in the league? Draft in 2005. 2005. Hey, bro, football, it's time to go. At that position, it's time to go. It's time to go. This 30, he in his 13th season? Yeah, it's time. I ain't, you know, playing outside linebacker, inside, outside linebacker. Yeah, it's it's – Unless you're, you know, one of the elite, elite. I mean, now hey, you know, he probably got responsibilities, though. He trying to take care of something. I don't know. Maybe he just love playing the game, whatever. But Oakland bogus for putting them on the team. Like, come on, bro. Y'all could have signed my boy Ray Ray Armstrong out of Miami. I'll get to them later. But anyway, right now. Come on now. The Chiefs let them go. They drafted them. They had them there for a while, and Oakland picked them up. I that, That's just piggybacks off what I was saying. Oakland, they trash. Goodness. At least the other city by the bay has a reason to be the boo-boo right now. The 49ers got a reason to be sorry. Quarterback out for the season. Running backs dinged up. Don't have not one number one option at wide receiver. Like, not one. Now, a lot of people saying y'all could have had this. I'm good. there's he too emotional for me. He just, he too emotional. He he wrapped up in his Dallas Cowboy fairytale. He won't put his phone down. I'm straight. I'd rather us go out there and be 2-14 and, and draft Joey Bosa, little brother, or Oliver out of Houston, than deal with Dez Bryant on the team, talking about his other team. I'm I'm straight on that. I'm straight on all of that. Straight on all of that. Now another and and all the charges whooped though those those uh circling the wagon Cleveland Browns. They were circling the wagon. That's what Hugh Jackson said. Hugh Jackson didn't want no love from Snoop Dogg at his practice last week, which he cleared him to come to. Like, he, you know, we got a lot of people who are going to try to get on this bandwagon now. (laughs) Well, guess what? I didn't see any of them last two years. So we're going to be circling that wagon. Man, if you don't sit your ass somewhere come on, bro. Go out there and get smacked by the Chargers. Straight smacked. And I had Tyrell Williams on my team. I knew I should have started him. Three catches, two touchdowns, 100 and some yards. Now, we were just talking about my 49ers. They got the Monday night game tonight about to start. So when you hear this, the game will be over. And hopefully they would have taken another loss. And I know what that sounds like. I know what that sounds like, but guess what? I'm not trying to be six and 10. No, there's going to be one and 15, baby. It's going to take that thing. Let's Let's just get that over with. And yes, I started Aaron Rodgers in my fantasy league and Jimmy Graham too, and I'm hoping they have big days. I'm keeping it real, man. Keep it real. You know what else I'm doing? Do you know what else I'm doing? I am broadcasting live from the Pulse Studios. All right. Yeah, man. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, I'm tripping. I'm having a good time, man. It's it's my two year anniversary, October 4th, 2020. 16 is when I launched it. Um, and we didn't come a long way, man. So I'm just having fun with this thing, man. I just want to keep the good vibes going. That's all it is. That's all it is. Shout out to my first official sponsor as well, Said X Logistics. That's right, Said X Logistics. So if anybody tuned in right now that may be a truck driver, owner, operator of your own vehicle, Holler at me, man. Holler at my good people over at said Great people, man. Straight out of Halls, Tennessee. They'll get you right. They're the uh truckers dispatcher. That's 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 their motto. So they're the truckers dispatcher. So if you might be a truck driver or you know anybody who drives trucks on their truck, own their own truck, do their own transportation, has their own MC, holler at said Logistics. That's C E D logistics uh, damn c-e-d-e-x <laughs> logistics.com that get you right man uh what else we got going oh now i'm celebrating my two-year anniversary but my 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 player partner them you know What i'm saying d-mans celebrating d-day this year on back-to-back nights november 9th we in ripple at the social event lounge oh yeah oh oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah going down, man. D-Day. This year's theme is D-Mans and Friends. So it ain't no telling who gonna be coming through that time. You know what I'm saying? I know Big gonna be in the building. That's my brother from another. So we finna, we finna be on one. November 9th, the Social Event Lounge, Ripley, Tennessee. It's free all night. 25 and up is free all night. Free all night. It's customer appreciation night. So y'all come out. Have a good time. We gonna. Man, party like it's '99, 2009, 2019, '89. We ain't gonna party like it's '79 because they were doing a lot of coke back then. We going we gonna, we, we, ain't gonna, we ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that. But y'all come out to the socially event lounge, man. <laughs> 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 hey, <laughs> okay. Okay. hey, my boy, my boy, Tucker, there. You got me, Tucker, bro. Oh, <laughs> Oh man, yeah, hey, but we gonna have a good time though, for real, for real, for real, for real. Man, 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 boy, you wild. Now I mentioned my hurricanes earlier, man, and uh they lost to Virginia sixteen to thirteen. I gotta sip my yeah, man. This don't make no sixteen to thirteen. What? We wasn't supposed to be. Man, look. I'll get to y'all later. We ain't worried about that. Like I was saying. The hurricanes, man. Like, like Mark Rick. What's up, man? Like, why can't you get an offense? Like, why no no no, I'm sorry. Why can't you get a quarterback? Why I mean, in Cosey Perry, I think you should have left him in the game. You already pulled out Malik Rozier a couple weeks ago. He ain't no need to go back to him. Let just let it be, and you go back to him. Now what can you do? You got a freshman on your roster right now, Williams. I guess he's red shirting this year, which is great. And you got another freshman quarterback supposed to be coming in soon. Great running backs, good athletes on the outside. Defense is solid. You need a quarterback. You need one. You just have to. Cause your offensive line isn't dominating. So you need an elite quarterback to help offset that. So get it right, Mark. Get it right. I mean your former team, Georgia, they, they got they took a L two. LSU got in them. Pause. I'm just saying, like 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 LSU. They they really just dominated Georgia, made it a one-sided game. Well, it was a one-sided game plan, or game in a whole. Because I looked at it and it was like, okay, Georgia can't pass the ball. Jake Fromm, I don't know what happened. He he just overthrowing everybody. He I don't know. how did he win the job last? Year? I know the other quarterback got hurt, but what's going on with him? Some some wrong with his arm. Is there an injury or something? Because he just looked terrible. They started putting their little uh, what they call wildcat quarterback out there, but I guess he can't throw it. Period. They <laughs> just they really only want him to run it. So all they did was run the ball. It was one dimensional. They just ran the ball. I mean, it's gonna be easy to win a game when the other team can't complete third and seven, third and twelve, second and fifteen. You know. Like, Second and six. Can't it's it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard for you to win a game when you can't do that. Now, that was a big win for LSU. Florida came to Nashville, played Derek Mason in the Commodores. They were up in the first half. Halftime Derrick Mason talking cash money to, to Dan Mullins over there. One of his players got hit kinda, you know, wrong to him and he had words for damn up. They in the they on the field about to jack. Well it looked like it anyway. But you know what nobody gonna jack out there. And for those listening that doesn't know what I mean by they look like they were gonna jack, that means that they were about to start fighting and engage in fisticuffs. <laughs> Cause I might, might have some people listening who like, what does he mean by they were about to jack? <laughs> I'm sorry if y'all didn't know what that meant. I'm sorry. But I appreciate you tuning in. Wherever you it in. However you it in. Nah, man. But they lost the game. Vanderbilt lost the game 37-27. And eh, another L for the Commodores in SEC play. Now a team that got a win in SEC play, though. You know what I'm saying? I I be dogging about on the show. Dogging about. And I'm from that state. But I don't care. I'm just keeping it real. Rocket time will always be the boo-boo to me. (laughs) Nah, but nah. nah. UT. UT Knox, man. The balls. They got to win. In SEC play, they got to win. Woo. They upset Auburn, man. 30 to 24. It was a it was a good game, I guess. Um, I didn't watch it. So, I just know they won 30-24. Jeremy Pruitt's first SEC win. What? I was busy. I was attending the family business. I couldn't watch that game. Didn't want to watch that game. I had family watching the highlights, and they, they like, hold on, hold on. Tennessee won? That's the final score? The game ain't still going? They just up right now. I'm like, no, nah, you see it in bold, you know, when, when ESPN put it in bold, that means that's the final number. That's the final score. He said, man, I should have bet some money on that game. I know I would have won. But he was too scared. Because everybody thought that was a foregone conclusion that Auburn was going to win that game. But, hey, you know, it happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. Oh man, shout out to a uh, former guest. I'm I'm really having like a walk down memory lane right now. Right now. I'm thinking. You know, shout out to Michael Vick. He helped your boy out. That was big, that was major, heavy in my boy D man's voice. Real heavy right there. Shout out to Avery Williamson. My first guest, I believe, out well, first professional athlete. Nah, that's a lie. No it ain't. No it ain't. First professional athlete interview I had. Avery Williamson, former Tennessee Titan, Milan, Tennessee native, University of Kentucky football product now he's with the uh, New York Jets so shout out to Avery man Uh, we were in Milan when I did that interview too, shout out to like the high school coaches who came on the show back in West Tennessee shout out to coach O. Taylor Orenthius Taylor, I think he's at uh, Liberty Magnet now Shout out to Coach Starks down there in Ripley, Tennessee. Always cool to chop it up with my people. Um, Who else, man? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? I mean, of course, shout out to Skill Wing. We were just messaging each other today. He said, Keep pushing. I said, Man, see, that's the type of stuff you need to hear. Like, keep pushing. Right, right. Appreciate that because I might not want it to keep pushing. But, you know, we gotta push through these things. Grow out of those comfort zones. Who else, man? I, I know I'm gonna forget somebody. Shout out to 41 Jones down there in Mississippi. Great artist, man. Got a lot of, lot of things cooking up right now. Man, shout out to Famo ENT. I hadn't gotten them on the show yet, but my fam, they doing big things. Cues and cushions opening November 3rd in Ripley, Tennessee. It's a pool hall. Game room, event center, all that in Ripley, Tennessee, FAMO food, FAMO entertainment. Oh, it, it goes down, man. It goes down. Shout out to Co, one of the first artists to let me put my music on. I mean, well, let me put their music on my platform. Shout out. He got some great stuff coming. Summer Breeze, that was that, that's a hit. Summer Breeze is a hit. Came out last year. Summer Breeze is a hit. New stuff on the way. Uh... Shout out to Ollie Lifestyle. Shout out to Coach Penny Collins. You know, you heard the interview earlier. Shout out to him. Some people that are future guests, shout out to them as well. I can't put them out there just yet. All big ups to Lance J Radio. Let me get on. Shout out to the Pulse Studios, man. We've been rocking all year. <laughs> Face ass. <laughs> man. I know I'm forgetting somebody. Somebody. Man, shout out to big Ray. Ray Williams, man, the world's strongest man. That's 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 who I call him, world's strongest man. Shout out to him. Tony Delk, man, what's up? West 10, former Haywood Tomcat, McDonald's All-American, most outstanding player of the 1992 Final Four, first-round draft pick. Dropped 50 in the game one time when he was playing for the Suns. Didn't take a three. Didn't take a three-pointer. Now he's a businessman, you know, entrepreneur out here in the world. He got a a new wine out called Shooter, a book. No, the book is called Shooter. I forgot what the wine was called, but the book is called Shooter with the double zero. Uh, Man, who else? Shout out to, uh, I'm forgetting somebody. I'm forgetting somebody. If I forgot him, my bad. <laughs> my bad. I ain't mean to. I ain't mean to. Okay. Oh, yeah. Also, shout out to Rasheed Walker. Everybody over there at the Hustle Strong Foundation. Appreciate y'all, man. We rocked it and kicked it at the uh, Nashville Pro-Am this summer. Bigger things coming next year. Shout out to 622 Customs. Get your custom jerseys made, man. I got one that I'm cooking up right now. I got, I got one that I gotta, I gotta get my pictures for it first. But when I get those pictures, it's with oh, I'm just know I'm gonna come to Ripley and shut it down, shut it down, big man, shut it down. <laughs> but I know he say throw it down. You know what I'm saying. But anyway, I digress. I digress. What's all this talk with Jimmy Butler, man? like he he was he was shooting off and and I was applauding him for a second. I don't even think I was applauding him necessarily. I mean, it happens. You know, he got upset. He want to get traded. He crying about it, but it didn't work. So he's still on the team. And and Andrew Wiggins, I mean, it's cool. I think, you know, I can win with him. Anybody could win with him. Everybody, you know, tiptoeing around what really happened or the media as the media does sometimes and yes some of you guys are listening saying hey you're the media no I'm not I'm the anti-media I'm the athletes uh, media correspondent (laughs) that's how I feel I ain't really with all that other ish all the rah-rah but Jimmy played his cards and he showed his hand. Nothing happened. You're still there. So you got to play. Now, my homeboy said maybe it was a plot between Thibodeau and Jimmy the whole time to try to toughen the squad up. I don't know. I don't know. But it, it, it looked bad. The optics of it just weren't good. It just looked real bad. And then it kind of looked like, you know, Andrew Wiggins and Carly the Towns with some soft guys I, mean, I had to I had to really think about that thing before I said it because you know I'm trying to clean up my act a little bit on here so let's stay tuned you know what I also want to say uh, you know I talk I talk mainly sports but you gonna get some. you gonna get something from me you gonna get some knowledge some information here and there some nuggets sports and entertainment you feel me um uh, but I got to give you some social issues. I see a lot of stuff on social media, like, all the time. I be having to put my phone down. Like, oh, I hate seeing that. Like, all these white folks calling the police on black people. Like, it's really starting to just become a trend or something. I don't know. Like, it's trendy, or is it just because the phone's out and you see it now? Like, were people doing this already? I don't know. Well, I'm sure they were. I ain't, I ain't going to say, I don't know. But it's like, are, are these real? Like, is this real life? Like, in real life, bottom Jean got murdered in his home. In real life, though. In real life, bruh. Like in real did that that really happened. Because of mistaken home, quote unquote. Come on, man that really happened like a little boy brushed up against a a white woman's behind her ass whatever you want to call it and he with his mama or whatever now i know kids can be bad and they do you know what i'm saying i ain't gonna say he didn't because i wasn't there because i know little kids could be with the ish that's just you know let's just say what it is i ain't gonna be the one to act like that ain't never happened in real life (laughs) I'm not going to be the one to say that because we all know some little bad-ass kids who probably would have done that or done, done that before. And the kid could have started crying just off the strength of they heard the police was getting called, so, so they had to tighten up. Now, I don't know. I don't know. But let's just say that the child didn't do nothing but walk by and they armed touched her, her, her ass. And you calling the police, something wrong with you. But this woman in St. Louis, Missouri, she, she, she take the cake. What's her name? Hillary Brooke Mueller. White woman in St. Louis, Missouri. Was blocking this 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 young black successful male from coming into his luxury building. His lucky he was going to his Loft, not his friend's loft, not his girl loft, not his mama loft, not his cousin, not his co-worker. Not no trick, none of that. It was his. He owned the lease. He walking into the building, he paid to live in. She walking her dog and she telling this man she not letting him in. What? Who are you? She said she don't know him. She ain't never seen him before. So she need him to show her his key fob. But she ain't management. She not even the doorkeeper. She just stay there, allegedly. Because I ain't see her go into her apartment. On the video, I saw him go into his apartment. I saw him use his key to go into somewhere. I just saw her walking the dog, so she could have been there on some bull. I don't see where she stay. I ain't see that. I I did. I don't know if she stayed there. She had a key fob, but that could have been her cousin' key fob. Now, this woman follows this man to his apartment. All the while he's being extra polite, like, excuse me. Look, I'm not giving you no information. Like, who is she? She said, I don't know who you are. I don't I hadn't seen you. Man, that, that, that right there. Whew. Trying not to get upset about little stuff like that. But it ain't little because it, it like, wow. Then she called the police. But, you know, this is how life works today Hillary Brooke Mueller got fired from her job she got fired today October 15th today she got fired and she was working at a minority owned real estate company her dumb ass works in real estate her ignorant ass works for a real estate company that's minority owned and she's welcoming somebody who's videotaping her to record her because she don't care. And she's following him and harassing him, you know, and she works for minorities. So they weren't, I don't know who, I mean, which ethnic organization, which, which ethnic group she works for. I mean, well owns the company, but she she got fired. So it's people like this who work in management or work in these these banking institutions or or or, or loan institutions or housing institutions or whatever in the, in certain positions, and they they're just like her sometimes. You don't know who you're working with, <laughs> and all because he was a a, a young, successful black man. She tripping. Oh, you can't come in here. Like, what? What man? So that's what she get. And guess what? She got fired on the same day that the Black Panther party was founded. Huh. Talk about irony. Man, that's all I got, man. Hey, uh, shout out to uh, Bobby Seal and Huey P. BTSC 365. <laughs> Two years, baby. It's the BTSE 365 Podcast. You rockin' with your boy B. Hey, you know what it is. You rockin' with your boy B, and it's the BTSE 365 Podcast What's happening, what's happening, what's happening. The BTSE 365 Podcast. It's your boy boy B.